The Man Dressed in Black by Blackie Williamson. I'm babysitting now and waiting for him to come over. I'm so sick of these brats. No one can be crueler than children. Should something happen to them, problem solved. But I need spending money. If my parents knew about my lover, they'd crap their pants. The boy I'm dating isn't really a boy, not in the literal sense. When he arrives, I know I won't be safe. Tell you the truth, that's what excites me. I've had it with this boring life of misery. Be gone, commandments that say not to do everything in life that's worthwhile. Preachers that scream at you and go nuts in church. A constant adult pervert wanting to molest me. The hell on earth of Christianity. And I'm ready to get out any way possible. I don't believe in God or hell. And even if I did, I'm in church, so I won't burn. With passion, maybe. Hilarious, that new international version. Speaking of passion, human boys, meh. They can't protect me, nor can they put me where I belong. I've committed the ultimate sin, dating Legion. Two thousand demons and a musky-smelling boy toy. The kids are watching the Twilight Saga wrapped with the screen. I'm more of a vampire diarist chick. All that douchey crap for stupid little girls. Mary-Kate is ten and Jenna is twelve. After this is the Justin Bieber video. Anything to keep them quiet while I eat my delectable pizza and breadsticks and chase them with a two liter of soda. That's not what my boyfriend drinks. A knock. Butterflies erupt in my stomach. I'm trembling. My heart is crashing against my ribcage. I make my way to the door, trying to keep my wobbly legs from falling out from under me. I really do love him, but I love my sanity more, and that's in danger. Torture? Thy name is Church, and I'm the one who's cast the spell. Wicca, not just for hippies anymore. Who's that, Mary-Kate asks, her blonde hair like a waterfall, her ear sticking out of it. We're not supposed to have visitors. Jenna snorts. It's her boyfriend. Her black hair falls over her shoulders and curls. Woo, they keep. When I open the door, six feet two and two hundred pound frame fills the threshold. At 17, I'm not supposed to date older guys, but he says he's 17. One couldn't tell his true age by looking at him. His dark leather jacket clings to every part of his torso. He smiles, but he's all teeth. He's pale as snow. He's over a hundred years old. Cold wind whips around the room, making me shudder. But that's what gets me hot, that menthol chill of his skin. If the kids saw his wings, they'd probably scream their heads off. They're hidden unless he decides to pop them out. Well, Shale, are you going to let me in? His bass voice asks. I step aside. Come in, Nick. He looks at me like I'm dinner, and I'm all right with that. The kids' angel eyes devour him, if they only knew. I turn to the children. It's time for bed, girls. Ah, Mary-Kate says. It's only nine. No fair, Jenna echoes. Give him a break. Nick has his thumbs in the pockets of his black jeans that go with his dark polo shirt and similarly colored boots. Let them stay up till ten. Yeah, they argue. I point at them. Okay, ten. But it's a school night, so not one minute after. Nick sits in the lazy boy chair, and I cavalierly perch on his lap, his erection rising. Yes, he can do that. And playing on every sports team at school keeps his muscles nice and hard. He's not looking at the children like he wants to drink them dry, and that just makes me love him more, even though I wouldn't care if he did. The movie ends. I get up to take the popcorn out of the microwave. When I return, they're on his lap. Hi, Nicky. Mary-Kate's hugging him. You smell good. 
I wonder what she'll think of his cold skin. Nikki, you better watch Justin Bieber, Jenna asked. Is that jealousy I'm feeling? The little monsters are stealing my boyfriend. He looks at me as if to say, help. Now, girls, I pull them from his lap. It's not that I think he's a perv, it's annoying. Nick's into manly music. They scramble over to the TV and pop in Justin Bieber. Gods help us. I take my rightful place on his lap. He turns down popcorn. He can't eat human food. I realize I haven't gotten a hello. Good evening, I imagine him saying, like Dracula. I don't really need the hello. You know who give me one? My fanatic Christian ex, the Luther Dorf. My parents aren't much better, especially my mother Irene. She drags me to church every Sunday, dartball Monday, and Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. She rebukes every word I say and everything I do, especially dumping my ex. I can't stand to be under her roof anymore. It's Tuesday, thank the gods. That was my girl. I'll be better when the breaths are asleep, I whisper in his ear. I couldn't wait to see you. I've been salivating all day. Aw, uh-huh. Gory is thy name. You're an angel, you, and I can't wait for the atrophy to start. I gosh, you're so romantic. The ghoulish pillow talk is par for the course for us. This will be the last time I hear it, however. We spoon, kiss, his lips are ice, mints all goodness. The children crane their necks and spy every chance they get. Finally, ten o'clock arrives and I put them to bed. When I get back downstairs, he's all razor teeth, a devil's grin. I run to him. Oh, Nick, I purr, burying my neck by pulling back my red hair. My pulse is going crazy. He sinks his razor-sharp teeth into me and saps my strength. Good night, Irene, I think. Mercifully, all fades to black. No hell, no underworld, just the color of my lover.